Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to The Price of Football, the show that looks at the money behind the beautiful game with me, Kevin Day, and Liverpool University's Kieran Maguire. Uh, we're both, I can see you, Kieran, down the We're both chuckling uh, because we've, we've time-travelled from Christmas Day to New Year's Day in the course of just one minute. It's just... Really, I, I hate the, uh, the phrase churning it out, but it really seems like we've done enough pods in the last few days, Kieran, <laughs> to last. Uh, I, I feel that we're get, I, I've seen the Baroness look people up and down. And it's a terrifying sight. Uh, I, I feel like the, this pod is being looked up and down by the Baroness, and it's a look that says, have a couple of days off, boys. But um, I, I'm not going to ask you how your Christmas was, Kieran, because it hasn't happened. Uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's just assume that we had a lovely Christmas at Palace and Brighton, drew nil-nil, and we were both happy, uh, and we all got lovely presents, and Finley didn't attack the postman. <laughs> he, he went, Finley went on one, didn't he? That, he did. Last week, he really properly went on one. Maybe, Kieran, he resents the fact that your postman wears shorts in Sussex <laughs> <Yes>. style. Um <laughs> Organic uh-huh. shorts, I'm sure. Organic shorts, of course, organic shorts. Yes, yeah, so let, let's. Um, I think the one thing we should assume, Kieran, this is going out on New Year's Day. I, I will probably have a hangover, so let's keep this short uh, and quiet, <laughs> shall we? Um, our first question, Kieran, because it's Questions Day, I believe. Uh, it, it must be, as I'm looking at an email full of questions, Kieran. So I guess it's Questions Day. But our first question comes from Matt Piggins, which is a cracking name, Matt Piggins. Mm. Um, are player contract add-ons, such as appearance bonuses, amortised? It depends. And what a, what a be- <laughs> way, better way to start 2024. <laughs> um, it, it very much depends upon the wording of the contract. But in, in the vast majority of instances, there is likely to be an obligating or a trigger event, which means that the buying club now is obliged to pay. So... Um, I would suspect that it would be recognised immediately rather than being amortised over the remainder of the contract because it, it tends to relate to a historic event rather than anything to do with the future. So I think in the case of Deli Alley and his transfer from Spurs to Everton, Everton have to pay an additional sum of money once he's played on 20 occasions so because that's looking backwards because 
you know, he's from the start of his career at Everton until he's played that 20th game. Um, you'd have to say we, we can't then spread that particular cost over the next potential two or three years of his contract. But it, it would very much vary on circumstance. But in my view, you'd recognise immediately because it's a trigger event. Mm. Andrew Lee has our next question on New Year's Day, Kieran. And Andrew says, I live in Germany, which is a lovely country to live in at this time of year, and until January 2021 was able to buy the latest shirt of my team, Bolton Wanderers, at no additional cost, as the UK was still part of the EU single market. Since then, I have to pay import duties in person each time a shirt is delivered. This slows down delivery and increases both the cost of the shirt and the time I spend queuing at the local post office. Are these duties due to different VAT regimes in the UK and the EU, or has it got something to do with a particular clause in the EU-UK free trade agreement? Are bigger clubs able to somehow circumvent this issue, for example, by having warehouses based in the EU. So I was distracted halfway through that question, Kieran, by a, a message popping up on my screen saying, will you buy chestnuts from Ali? <laughs> it's just, I'm, I, I'm easily distracted as it is. And there's a, another uh, message I just heard, you probably heard the ting, mm. uh, which says, uh, please will you buy olives as well? And oh. sorry, she forgot to put the kisses on the first text about chestnuts. So she's put double kisses on the second text. It's sweet, isn't it? It is, it is. Yes. Anyway, back to sorry, olives. sorry, Andrew. Olive, yeah, Ol- yeah, olives, yeah, olives. Oh, I love it. I, 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 until about five years ago, I was with you, Kieran, but I can't, I can't recommend. And I know people um, will be getting tweets going, "Call yourself working class, eating olives, uh, olives." Uh, Olives are picked by peasants, so of course, he, he, olives, uh, Gordal olives, Kira. Get yourself a tin of Gordal olives. It will change your your olive opinion completely. A tin of Gordal I, I, olives. I've been told that if yeah. you eat, if you are an anti-olive person, and I am, yeah. that if you're brave enough and you eat seven olives, it will cure mm. you. Oh, so I, I, I I've say, never I managed to get that far. It's a bit like Candyman. I don't know whether you've seen the film Candyman. Or if you say Candyman three times, he mm. he reappears from uh, from death uh, and, and then goes and sorters you. Uh, and yeah, but I've, I've I've never got more than three three or three olives into it. No, I can't do this. Uh, well, I, I I think we should apologise to all our listeners who are emergency workers, Kieran, for the fact that we used bravery and olives in the same sentence. I wouldn't. I would say, what's the bravest thing you ever did? I, I ate seven olives. Oh my god, you're a hero! Um, also, how, how is, why is it you can you happily tuck into squid ceviche, but you won't eat olives? That's oh, strange. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Andrew. Do, oh, yeah, do, sorry. There was a there was a question at the start <laughs> of all this. <laughs> sorry. Yes, um, I got I got to take issue here with Andrew. He, he appears to be having a bit of a moan and saying that Brexit has not been. Uh, among paralleled <laughs> success. I, th- I think you're looking at it through the wrong lens, Andrew. Because you're having to go and spend more money on your Bolton shirt, it means that you've got less money to spend on other things which might not be good for you. Now, you see, that's what's called sun- sunlit uplands, Very as good the point. former Prime Minister would point. Yeah. Um, but it, this is ultimately, it, it's part of the, the agreement, the, 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 the quasi-free trade agreement between the UK and the European Union, in which there are specific tariffs and VAT charges, which will be applied in respect of specific categories of, of product. 
and clothing uh, comes within that. So um, I, I know that I had to send uh, one of one of our uh, one of our listeners uh, who lives in Spain wanted a copy of Unfit and Improper Persons, um, and I know it cost me a fortune at this end just to post it. You can't buy it there, and I think he had to go and pay import duties when it arrived as well. So this is this is a function of not operating in a in a single market environment um, that. In order to protect, and and it, and it works both ways. Um, it, if if the UK is importing certain products from the EU, there are potential taxation implications. Then, and clearly, uh, things have to be inspected, which slows down the process. And the same applies when goods are going from uh, the UK to the EU. But that's what we voted for. Um, as far as the bigger clubs are concerned. They, we, the clubs themselves aren't selling the kits. It's the manufacturers. So Adidas and Nike and Puma all have stores in Paris, Munich, uh, Turin, and so on. And, and therefore, they are they are the manufacturers. There aren't actually UK manufacturers of kits. I think, with the exception of Castore. Um, so you know, from Puma's a German company. Adidas is a German company. Nike is. Uh, is US based, but it has offices in many EU countries. So that's that way you don't end up having to go and pay these additional um, uh, duties and costs. Mm. Uh, why are you sending the book? Did Amazon not deliver to Spain or did he want a special no, autograph no, it, message? It, 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 it did want an autograph copy, yes. Of course, but, yeah. Um, it, it's actually it's actually very difficult. I, I, I think in certain markets they said that the book might be available in February or March if, if they can be bothered to add us to their list and Amazon. Mm. I, I, I should we, point we, out we're not being sponsored by Amazon for this episode, are we? We're not. We are not being sponsored, and other um, <laughs> other delivery companies who don't pay proper wages to their staff are available. Obviously, um, I'm, I'm just going to point this out, Kieran. I need to get this off my chest. If, if anybody is going to ask Kieran and I uh, to sign the book. Can you ask me first? Because Kieran has very flamboyant writing and takes up the whole page, and I have to cram my name in after his elaborate message underneath, because Kieran has much nicer writing than I have. Uh, but I need a bit of space for mine. I don't get it. Because it's some left-handed. Oh, is that what it is? And, uh, that's, yeah, well, because, uh, you know, being Catholic... And left-handed meant that you used to get beaten by nuns for being left-handed for an early age because my because your hand because everything you had to write it in the good old days was in ink so of course your hand is trailing behind creating a mess so I had to create this sort of slightly crab-like approach to writing and uh, as a result of that my my handwriting has become quite neat um, it's it's, it's very neat strange it's consequences of my strange life. Yeah, I have, um, having been uh, through a similar education to you, Kieran, I, I have a theory about why you never see a young nun. Um, that's because it takes 30 years to train them to be that nasty, basically. Yes, so, they were horrible. I mean, they look lovely. I mean, you, you can't help but smile when you see a nun coming towards you, and then suddenly, why, why is this woman hitting me? I didn't do anything wrong. Uh Probably did. Uh, Stephen Smith has our next question. Hold on, oh, hold on. Hello, hello. Hi, Emma. Thank you. 
Producer guy, the dog. That's a. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to suggest to producer guy that he leaves that small hiatus in because it had some of the funniest sound effects. It's, it's <laughs> as the doorbell went, it sounded like you were hitting somebody with a guitar. It was very funny. Um, uh, yes, obviously, it was, the, some... it was the dog walker returning Finley, but the Baroness couldn't answer the door because she's in mid mince pie manufacturing. She oh makes Lord. amazing mince pies, and she doesn't like them, so I just scoff them. She, she, well, that's very generous of her this time of year. She make, makes them, doesn't like them. I, I like, I love a mince pie. A little bit of orange oh, peel. Yeah. Um, mm. still, <laughs> we're very easily distracted today. I, I, I gathered it was somebody that Finley must like because there was no barking, but obviously she had Finley yes. with it. And uh, I love the fact that that's very Sussex. You have somebody to walk the dog for you. Um, Stephen Smith has our next question on New Year's Day. How do teams in the EFL pay for new stands or new stadium? I believe clubs used to be able to get grants from the authorities, but is that still a thing? Um, not as such. However, um, we've seen in respect of Scunthorpe United that um, Glanford Park has now been purchased on, on, sort of on behalf of the club, and that has come from the levelling up fund. So it is possible to get um, grants from government sources. And, and I believe now that there's a lot of uh, additional funding available um, following the decision to terminate HS2, the the train line which was supposed to improve links between the south and the north um, because the government's been advertising that that money is now going to be spent um Improving potholes in London. And potholes, yeah, yeah. I, how, yeah, yeah. yeah how, that, how that improves life in the north, I'm not quite sure. But perhaps you know, people in people in Accrington and and Weatherby will be able to sleep soundly at night knowing that uh, there's less potholes in London. <laughs> uh, and that's part of levelling up. The people of Accrington and Weatherby, Kieran, are, are nice people. And I'm sure they will be relieved to know that the people in Hampstead are having a slightly smoother car ride. That they're, they're, not, <laughs> exactly. being jolted, they're not being jolted in their Uber. I'm sure they'll be resting slightly easier in that knowledge. Um, so, so there's there's no particular fund itself, although it has to be said as part of both Project Big Picture and uh, Super League, there was an intention to have a central fund which would be made available um, for clubs to dip into. Almost certainly those clubs would have been Premier League clubs, of course, because they're the ones that need the money more than clubs in the EFL. Um, but there, there's nothing which exists as far as football in terms of handouts to, for want of a better phrase, grassroots. Um, it has to be done through utilisation of existing opportunities in, in terms of available regional development grants. We're used to have these things called EU grants. I don't know what happened to them. Um, not, not seen many of those being taken up recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, penultimate New Year's Day question, Kieran, comes from Matthew Braithwaite. Uh, Matthew says, I've been thinking about those songs that are played after goals at stadiums all over the world. That one by the Fratellis being a prime example. You can, it turns out you can hear that song uh, too often. Would they have agreed a one-off <laughs> fee? Uh, would they have agreed a one-off fee? Are our royalties paid out every time it's played? For example... If a team scores four goals, would there be four separate payments? 
And I like this bit at the end. What if the goal's disallowed after playing the music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there is a royalty agreement. There's a variety of royalty agreements which are, which are signed by the likes of the Performing Rights uh, Society and uh, various media organisations, various sporting bodies, and that tends to be done on a collective basis. Um, so the more goals, the more money for the, the artists uh, is the way that it tends to work, um, which is which is very good, I think, for the likes of Blur with Song 2 and uh, those, those other songs. Um, and, and rightly so, you know, that they are providing part of the match day experience um, through through their artistry and, and they should be protected. I, I quite like the notion of uh, Damon Albarn sitting furious, stony faced through a nil-nil draw. Just thinking <laughs> I've made nothing out of that game. Somebody's come, I want, I want four alls. Our last question, Kieran, for New Year's Day. Um, uh, our, our last of our first questions of 2024. It comes from Ollie Griffin. And Ollie says, it seems to have gone quiet regarding Manchester City's financial breach. Um, obviously, there hasn't been an outcome, but what will be the next step in those proceedings? Well, the next step is that Manchester City have to put together 115 defences in respect of the 115 charges. They will also be trying to uh, persuade the, the commission that certain evidence which is being put forward by the prosecution is, is invalid. Um, there's been accusations of breaches of emails, uh, hacked emails. Um, if you take a look at the, the Premier League handbook, it effectively says doesn't matter. You know, we don't care where the, where, where the data comes from. Um, and it will be a slow and laborious process. So... I don't think we're going to see anything this season. I personally think it's no more than 50-50 if we have uh, a resolution in season 2024-25. Um, I'm, I'm looking at summer 25 to autumn 25 um, before this this always is finally put to bed. And, and the reason for this, it's only, again, you know, talking to some of our friends in the legal profession, Um there were, I think, there were forty thousand documents uh, in the Everton points deduction case, and that was for a very fairly narrow remit. It's a fairly narrow period of time. The Manchester City charges go all the way back to two thousand and nine, up to two thousand and eighteen. So it's not a a single three year financial fair play accusation. It's being spread over the course of a decade. Um, therefore the number of documents which has to be put together by both the prosecution and the defence is going to be running into the hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Um, you then have to put together a commission. And I don't think it's something which can be heard with the same degree of uh, speed that we had in respect of the Everton's case. Because again, it was you, you got to find three experts. Can you go and find four days in your diary to listen to all the evidence? Well, the Manchester City case, by all accounts, will take longer for that to to be put together um and these people are hugely in demand trying to get all of their diaries to to act in synchronicity is going to be difficult i mean the only way i think where we could have a, a speedier resolution is if there's some sort of plea bargain by manchester city you know they go to the premier league and they say right okay we know how much it's costing us in legal fees 
we we therefore think you must be paying out an absolute fortune as well. And, and remember, every pound that the Premier League is paying out in, in legal fees is, is a pound which is not being given out to the clubs. Um, how about we come to some form of, of arrangement or agreement? I would imagine that will go down not particularly well with other clubs. No. But, you know, in, in the world of business, never say never. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who's donated to the pod via our Patreon page. If you'd like to make a small monthly contribution to the pod as well, that'd be very kind of you. And you'll get access to our chat community and our regular quizzes, and you'll feel better about yourself in the new year. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash price of football. If you have a question you'd like answered on the show, email us at questions at price of football.com. And if you'd like to buy our book or one of our other books or a price of football t-shirt, you can find details on our website, price of football.com. We will be back on Thursday, when normal service will be resumed with a news pod. In the meantime, I shall hand you over to Mr. Kieran Maguire for his customary farewell. Well, first of all, once again, a big Happy New Year uh, to everybody. Um, I, I trust that your your time together has been peaceful and harmonious. Um, Christmas and New Year is, is, is a tough time for, for many people. For, you know, for many of us, it's the most fantastic time because you get to spend it with, with family, you, you get a bit of a break from work and so on. For others, it, it can be tough, it can be lonely, it can be full of remorse and regret and, and so on. So for those of you that have had a hard time, um, never be afraid to reach out. There are really good organisations out there and I wish you all the best for, for 2024. Well said. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, son, for the